0: hello 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 ladies this is Boston coffee talk with your girl Muffy how's it going what's going on how you doing how's your morning your afternoon or your evening going and where are you going and you have time to listen to me today well I got a great shout out from my other girl Jackie who does a podcast herself and um she shared it she's promoting it for me thank you girl thank you she knows that i don't know what i'm doing she's like youtube is gonna be your best friend i'm like oh no because i barely even like i barely even got this up and running on youtube like they were so slow with it usually like they they're like good but i was like der. like my attention span obviously my attention span does not it just, you know, by the way, I talk like you guys know, my attention span just goes so far to the left. That's all to the left you'll have to see me go is when I just keep on keeping on and talking and talking. Anyways, um, let's talk about. All right. OK, so you guys know when you're outside, right? I don't know if anybody thinks like this, like I do, but I do. So I see a guy, right? He has no haircut. Like you could tell, like he would be like a real good-looking dude if, like, you just dressed him up, right? Like if you dressed him up on your own. I'm like, look, like today I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, look at this guy. He got no haircut, and he's wearing like this sweaty t-shirt and these stupid cargo pants that don't fit him and these stupid goofy boots. Why can't he just have a nice tight t-shirt on? Like, not even tight, but, like, and, like, cargo pants that fitted them and nice boots and a haircut. Like, I could just make guys look, like, there are just these guys out there that, like, have so much potential and don't even know it. Like, guys get so, these, so many different guys get so much different potential, like, and it's crazy. And I would like to just take a second to sit right there and stew on that for a minute. I like to fix everybody. <laughs> that's like my like thing, to fix everybody. Yeah, okay, sure. But anyway that anyways, that's what my sick thinking brings me to, to like you know what I'm saying? Like just to just to men in general. Like, it's crazy, it really is. But, let's talk about the GMs, girls. What's up with that, though? Like, guys see you doing your thing, and, like, they all about the biz. Like, I I would think I would, I get up at 6.30 in the morning now. I'm an early birder. Mm, You know it, girl. Okay, so I'm an early birder, right? And just because I'm on Facebook, I have to talk to you in a grip, Okay. Who are you at 7.06 in the morning? How are you? I haven't talked to you in years. And even when I did talk to you, I didn't even talk to you. Why do you guys inbox you? Especially in like 5, 4 in the morning. How are you? What? What is wrong with you? Please tell me you're on drugs right now because that's the only excuse you should have. <laughs> call me old school I don't know but from what I do know these young girls out there just and I'm not saying anything because I have this is for us ladies okay remember that this is for us so I just want to school you a little bit on like how I was brought up like to be respected by men and growing up in the eighties and nineties, let me tell you something. I was born in eighty-two. Let me tell you something. Like there were a lot of guys back then that didn't give a shit either. A lot of Italian, Irish guys that just, you know what I mean. Like I've seen it, like I've seen it all. I have all guy cousins, all and you know, my brother. I got every. I've seen it all. So like I was prepared for a lot of, um, how do I say it, heartache from the beginning. I guess with guys. Um, no matter what my history is or was with them because I can pull any one of them I ever wanted and I always did um, Not to toot my own horn, but looking back I'm 38 now. I can look back and say that i um, not saying that 38 is like, you know all that like old but to me in my life. Yeah, it is um, so I've lost like almost, um, more than half the men in my life due to, um, you know, a bigger pandemic we're fighting, um, overdose and addiction. Um, I was 29 years old. My first one passed away. I was in love with that man. Um, second one, I, met we were dating for six months then he got kicked out of his house and two weeks later he was found which was very sad he was a good dude um the third one was a kid that I was an active addiction with actually and um I broke off with him to go and do the right thing like I did and um yeah he ended up passing away not too long after either and then I just lost my, um, you know, my son's father. It's going to be two years in October. So a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of shit that comes inside of that anyway as, as as women dating. As women dating in society anyway and as younger, like, as, okay, so my younger Impression fans, right? So the ones <sighs> – So the ones like, you know, the younger, the younger girls, all I could say is like, honestly, don't go for the heartache. Like the heartache, take the high road, like don't even throw it in there. Like, I heard girls are just throwing in their faces, these guys, ain't even giving them a run for their money, ain't even letting them take them out to dinner, nothing. Like, ladies, you got so much more respect than that. What's wrong with you's out there? Get the meal in. At least get the meal in. I mean, I know a girl told me she didn't go on, she never been out on a date, she never been taken out to eat. I'm like, and I forgot she was 23, I'm like, yo, you were brought up by a good, it's not even that you brought up by a good family, you brought up, this late girl was brought up by an Italian family, it doesn't even matter, good family or not good family, you just know, like, I don't know, she's like, I always end up having sex with them first, how does that happen, how do you just like, end up having sex with them first, you just meet them, you get in the car and you just go have sex with them, that's weird, that's weird, yeah, and being unknown to me, did I know what was going on every time I dropped her off? Dudes must have thought the same about me. But see, I've been around for way too long to even um, be a bracket or being in a bracket or categorized because um, you know, it took me this long to have a podcast on. And I've have a lot to say, and you know, a lot of stories to tell. You know, my mother's like, you need to write a book. I'm like, I know. So let me let me share this story with you real quick, right? So I have an ex boyfriend who's in recovery. He does really good. He has a daughter. All that nice, happy, hush shit. So like, I used to torture him throughout the years. We've been broken up since fucking. Oh my god. 2003 but we always kept connected you know what I mean because he's part of the family right so he got me so good the other day oh shit what what 8:30 in the morning isn't this your man what a picture of my ex and a girl that we know I'm like, motherfucker, you know that ain't my man's because he wouldn't be holding another bitch. Like, you know this. He got me. My mother was even like, he was holding, he, he he was waiting, Muffy, to get you on that one. He was waiting. I was like, oh, yeah, I gave it to him. It's all right. I go, he knows better, though. Like, 8.30 in the morning, no problem. Haven't talked to him. And I can't even tell you how many months. We'll talk like every, like, eight months here and there how you doing you know what I mean like a picture here and there but he had to send it he had to send it send it <laughs> and I can laugh about it today because you know what I mean I picked on him so much it's just like I remember the time I had two boyfriends right it was him and it was my high school sweetheart and like they both lived with me. And at the time they both weren't living with me. Right. I had to be like 22. Okay. 23. And now everybody shove. like all my boyfriends. know if they stay with me on like on a snow night when I used to live in my parents' house or even where I have a house I live in, they have to shovel. But for my father it was a necessity to shovel. So one night, my mother's looking outside, and she goes, "Um, Muffy, can you come here? I said, yeah, sure, What's up. She goes, you do know you have your two ex-boyfriends outside shoveling for your father right now, right? I go, oh, my God. I'm like, this is crazy. These These dudes are nuts. These dudes are nuts, right? These dudes are nuts. These dudes are nuts. These dudes are nuts. They're shoveling for my father. Like, do they love me? Do they love my father? Who do they love more? Because guess what? They both own Cadillacs right now. (laughs) Till this day, both those ex-boyfriends that are left in my world own Cadillacs. And my father has hipped them to Cadillacs forever. So then, okay, so the winter goes on, right? I'm still breaking up with this one that just sent me the picture, right? I'm trying to break up with them, break up with them. The snow just keeps pouring in. You know, the other high school sweetheart got the picture and kind of fell back. And then um, this one, right? He's outside snowblowing. And I'm like, I don't want him here. I'm pissed. Like, I'm done with his ass, right? Completely done with his ass. All of a sudden, you hear ow! And uh, my mother said a glove went flying off. A glove went flying off. Snowblower, glove, flying off. The stupid motherfucker put his finger in the snowblower. Till this day, we don't know if he did it on purpose just to get into the house to want to be with me. Because you never know with these guys. So, now, okay. I know this is mean. This is rude. Ignorant. Call it what you will. But when people get hurt, I laugh. I'm sorry. It's been a defense mechanism ever since I was a child. Someone gets hurt. I laugh. Okay. Whatever. Get over it. Like that's just what comes out. Tears don't come out. Laughter comes out. Shoot me, kill me, fucking put me on. A- <laughs> but anyway, so my father, like, He doesn't know what to do. Everybody just wraps dude's hand up real quick. He's in the house. He's turning colors now. Like, I've never seen a motherfucker, right? He went from green to blue to red to purple to orange. Every motherfucking color in the book, dude thought he lost his finger on my ex. He thought he lost his finger, and he goes, Muffy, and I'm dying, right? I'm dying laughing. He goes to my mother. He goes, Debbie, she's laughing at me, and then I'm laughing even harder, right? <gasps> oh, my God, we tell this story on fucking on holidays. We tell this story. It goes down in the history of books, <laughs> So he's dealing with his finger wrapped up. We don't know if he's losing a finger or not. We don't know what's going on. We're just waiting for the. Yeah, we're waiting for the. Am You know the ambulances and the fucking whatever's. The yeah, across the street neighbor brings over the glove, and my father. My father. He can't. All right, my father. Right. That's another story. My father cannot handle like mice, rats, or dead people. He calls my mother. He's like, Jimmy. So the guy across the street, they were a young, like just married couple. He hands the glove to my father. My father hands it back to him and goes, I ain't looking in there. <laughs> the guy across the street is at the stairs. And I look at the door as I'm looking at my ex-boyfriend at the time, because I took him back, obviously, because he, all right, we'll get to that second. So I look at him, he's turning 30 different colors. He's about to faint now. Now he's about to fake because he don't know if his fingers cut off or not. I make myself laugh. Okay, so he doesn't know if his finger's cut off or not. So my father gives it back to the dude, neighbor, and he goes, You look in there. All right, so he looked in there, there's no finger. Okay, there's no finger. Thank God. So the ambulance comes and they're talking to him. He's like, ah, 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 dudes are so dramatic, right? They couldn't walk a mile in our shoes though, for real. You would have thought his fingers were all chopped up. I mean, yeah, he took an L, but like I got back with him that night. Like he got what he wanted. My mother still thinks to this day that he did it on purpose just to get back at me. Oh my God, get back with me. Oh my god, the stories that go around the table. Oh my god. That is that's a funny. So, we ended up in so what ends up happening like half his middle finger like was cut off, but then they like they just stitched it and it was fine and it went away. Like it was crazy. But yeah, that's my stories with the, with the craziness that goes on in my house with the dudes and shit. It's not it's not nuts so my dating uh, experiences are very um, I don't even know what to say they're very varietized I must say very varietized and I totally believe that everything happens for a reason and you're brought to situations for a reason even though they can be the shittiest of the shitty but you're brought there and it's like we just are women and we just go through it. We don't even ask questions, though. We just do it. We're just resilient motherfucking bitches. I mean, come on. And for the younger generation, don't give it up. I'm telling you. They like, guys like a chase. They like it. And then once you know you get an unlock and key, then girls do what you got to do. But if you don't think you get an unlock on key... And just by throwing it in their face is not going to do it. You got to make them chase you. And then you got to, and then if you think you're ready, you put it on them. And then I will almost bet 100% you'll make them fall in love with you. Let them see you for who you are. Let them know where your grounds are. Let them know where you stand. And as long as you let them know where you stand... They ain't gonna cross those barriers. Just like when I bracket, when I put into category like the friend zone. Once you're in that friend zone, you're in the friend zone no matter what. And you know what? Dudes may get salted about the friend zone, but don't get it twisted. They'll take the friend zone any day over not being friends with you. You feel me? So they'll respect you, won't talk dirty to you, will stay in the friend zone and wish that someday they get out of the friend zone. I friend zone everybody. And then I get to pick and choose. Normally I can. I just got out of a serious relationship that I don't even care about. That was so toxic that like I like every time my phone used to ring, I used to, uh, ding or something, I'd be like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen now?" Like that's not my life today. And I'm here talking to you ladies and hopefully spreading the message. It's not okay to take money out when you're out with a guy. It is not okay to do that. A guy should, if he's taking you out, he should buy you something. There is no way a guy should, like this is, again, for the younger girls and whoever thinks that they don't, Just a guy needs to text you. I don't get, my mother used to tell me, I don't give a fuck. And to this day, I'm still afraid to call a guy if I like them. My mother goes, you don't ever call a man. If you get a bite on your fingers or sit on your hands or shut your phone, you do never call a man. And I won't. Like, I won't. I remember she instilled that in my head since I was 13 years old. And I won't. Like, I won't. I'll make them, like, you know, initiate whatever. I don't even initiate anything. I'll make them initiate it if it's, you know what I mean? And then if I don't like where it's going, like, oh, you want to chill? You want to watch TV? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. No, I don't got no time for that. If you ain't taking me out for dinner or a movie, no. Nope. And you don't want to get to know me, no. Nope. Sorry. So, girls, I just think you got to be more selective and, um, you know, really what's going on out there with these guys because they, from what I understand, they ain't just running up all through you. And, you know, as women, I get it. We are categorized because we're the women. We're the ones who got the assets, right? But if you don't, if you don't text the guys, like I don't know how anybody does it anyway. I don't know how guys do it—text four or five women at a time or four or five guys at a time. I need to be focused on one person. I, I can't even focus on myself, let alone focused on five people texting. I'd be like, "Oh my god, who am I texting now?" I get caught so fast, right? That like it'd be written all over my face. Anyhow. You know, and then people are put in your life, right? All right, so then you get all these guys, whatever, You they tail chasing, and, you know, these girls, though, they're throwing it too, you know? And that's all fun and games, right? It's all fun and games until you meet somebody who slept with that person, who did something with that person, or because it's Boston, and it's a small motherfucking town. So, well, it's not a small motherfucking town, but it's a small town when you fucks with people around here. Oh, yeah. there's no probably, there, there is probably nobody I don't know that has not been with each other or related to each other or something out here in Boston. It is crazy out here. So, anyways, on that note, girls, do not. Let them respect you. Like, let them chase. They want that chase. They do. Because if you're just easy and like, oh, yeah, hey, are you hitting them up? No. I don't care. Like, I haven't hit dudes up in forever. They're starting to hit me up now because they see, like, I'm all, like, on, you know, social media and everything. But there's weirdos that hit me up. Not even anybody worth, like, investing in. But then, right, there's those people that God puts in your life that you know god works through people and i truly believe that god of your own understanding however you want it whatever your religion whatever it, you know god put god works through people like he does and you'll know when like the right person walks into your life even if like they're only like all right this one person used to say to me even if they're in your life for like a season a decade you know a lifetime or like a minute or something like that like they were put there for a reason you know and whatever reason it is like they're put there but you have to distinguish the two you cannot distinguish lust for like love or whatever your definition of love is so you cannot like that's another thing with girls they think by giving it up sooner they got the guy no you don't you got to show him who you are and then get it because then he'll be in love even more and respect maybe not even in love he'll respect you more i guarantee you that just this just that little word of just a little word of advice don't go and be quick to go outside and fuck a dude like or And your car that night going, fuck them. Unless like you're genuinely like deuces, this is all I wanted. That's another ball game, ladies. But come on, you got to respect yourself. You know what I mean? Play the game. The game is fun. Play that chasing game. But you got to distinguish lust from love, okay? And that's where the age bracket comes in. And that's where like the where you come from sets in. Because I know people from small towns that have been together forever. they were like 15 now they're like 40 you know and have kids together and shit and not only that though there are people that you know people like me who's still single i'm a single mother like you know what i mean it is what it is but you need to distinguish lust from love and it's always hard at a very very certain impressionable age But if you can, now we're women now. We are very mature for our age. Men are not whatsoever. So we basically run rules and run shit, right? So it's like this. They know they ain't getting nothing without nothing anyway. So let's just say, and in my Italian voice and in my Italian nails and going flaring everywhere, Let's just say, you know, you bump into someone one day, like, and at least you at least expect it to, you know, because when you're like all like hung up over a guy and like, it doesn't work. And my mother's been telling me this since like the beginning of time, like that doesn't work like that. You don't go with somebody you're madly crazy over. You go with somebody who's your best friend Companion, someone you can build an empire with, somebody that you can see yourself with in the future, somebody you can see yourself growing old with, somebody you can see yourself like doing stuff with. And that's when you start distinguishing like how good they are in bed compared to what other things they are good at and what they can do for you better. I really hope that I weighed in on something for somebody to think about today. I really do. I'm going to post this episode three. Um, No editing, no nothing. Anybody messages, I checked them. I got two, one from Jenny and one from Kerry. Shout out. Kerry Hall, I heard it. Jenny, I heard it. Shout out Green Queens. Thank you everybody, um, for supporting this podcast because it makes me know that you guys believe in me and that's the best woman empowerment ever. And like, if I could ever, if I could ever, you know, just like give some type of anything of my life experiences or something, you know, I'm going to do that. And it's going to be funny some days, and it's not going to be funny, and it's going to be funny, and it's going to get serious, whatever. But. I'm going to wrap this up for today because we're going on 30 minutes. And for right now, I want to keep it at that because I feel like 30 minutes is good for people. I really, really do. All right, ladies, any feedback at all, let me know. Again, still new to this. Again, this is Coffee Talk with Muffy. Do not miss it. Keep checking your daily episodes. I'm already on episode two, and this is episode three, so you guys should be watching. I mean, listening watch and watch listen to me um all right guys take it easy one love you know who it is it's a girl from boston signing out muffy